a bunch of crazy stories written by the Brothers Grimm. And now you're gonna learn all about them, listening to the Brothers Grimm. Students and scholars, friends and relations, welcome to the Brothers Dim podcast, where we discuss the crazy-ass stories written down by the Brothers Grimm in the early 1800s in Germany. Today, we have two things going on. One, we'll be discussing story number 29, The Devil with the Three Golden Hairs. Two, Mike and I have a very special guest, Mike's second child, Elliot. Elliot, how are you doing? Good. And Big Daddy Mike? I'm doing pretty good. We, um, as a family, we've been watching The Good Place, uh, which okay. is, I don't want to give anything away, but it's a great story of four humans who end up in, well, they die and they're in The Good Place, but none of them feel like, or at least a couple of them feel like they're maybe not supposed to be there. And then it just, it spirals from there and it is a wonderful, wonderful show. And it reminds uh, me a bit of uh, where we're going to end up in this story. Okay. How about okay. yourself? No, no, no. I, I got I got no problems. I'm excited for this story for a couple reasons. One is that these stories are purportedly children's stories. And I'm always interested in what stories kids are actually drawn to. And I never cease to be delighted. Charles with the mouse, the bird, and the sausage, and Elliot with the devil and the three golden hairs. That is the first thing that made me laugh. Additionally, there's one thing in particular that I that I, I loved the most, and uh, it comes up in another story that we will be discussing two years from now. <laughs> story 125, The Devil's Grandma. Oh, that sounds like a banger. <laughs> uh, Elliot, I believe you requested that you wanted to, to explain the plot of this story. Is that true? Yes. Okay. Well, then, Elliot, if you would... Please take us through the plot of Grimm's story number 29, The Devil with the Three Golden Hairs. One day, a young boy is born with a golden collar. What is a call? <laughs> uh, you told me, but I forgot. We had so, to Google it. <laughs> a call is a kind of amniotic sack uh, that a baby can be born in. And back in these times, it was, was considered to be a sign of good fortune. Yeah, um, basically I've some seen, sort of afterbirth. <laughs> I've seen the pictures of babies born fully in the call, and it's gross and amazing. Yeah, this is like still in the amniotic uh, sac, right? It looks like it's a baby inside of a water balloon. But anyways, okay. Yeah, so he has prophesied that when he's 14, he's going to be married to the king's daughter. And the king is mad. <laughs> he goes to the parents, and he's like, can I have your child? And they're like, no. A not uncommon no. <laughs> request in Grimm stories. <laughs> Were they woodcutters? Yeah. <laughs> and the king is like, I'll give you all this gold. And they're like, okay. <laughs> How about I buy the child instead? <laughs> okay. Well, well, now, we're, now we're talking. Now we're talking. <laughs> he promises like, I'll take good care of him. And the parents are like, he's a little child. What harm could come to him? So the king later um, finds the deepest part of a river that he can find. Stuffs the baby in a box and yeets him in a river. For the yeets. folks at home, what does yeets mean? <laughs> Toss. Yeah. And, and with haphazardly. Babies in the river. Babies in the river. King is, uh, all his problems are over now, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> so he thinks. 
What he doesn't notice is that the box doesn't take on any water. It just floats. The baby floats downriver and is noticed by a guy who works for a miller. And then <laughs> um, he knows that the miller and his wife have wanted a child for a while. So he brings it to them. Yes. These just these, these are just some, some childless yokels that, uh, yeah. that wanted a kid. Anyway, so yeah, they take him in. And 14 years later, the king stops at the mill and sees a tall young man. He says to the miller, is that your son? And the miller is like, oh, no, he was fished out of the river 14 years ago. And we raised him ever since. And the king immediately knows that this is the kid. He quickly writes a letter, has the kid deliver it to the queen. And the letter says, as soon as you read this letter, kill the kid who brought it. On the way to the castle, he sees a hut. He just goes and takes a nap. Thieves come home while he's sleeping, so he reads the letter and is very sad. So he writes a new letter that says, as soon as you read this letter, marry the kid who brought it to the king's daughter. Okay, real quick and just to clarify, he's sleeping at the thief house, the thieves come home, and the head thief, the boss, he reads the letter which the king wrote talking about murdering the boy. That makes him sad enough that he writes a new letter where he instead orders the queen to marry off the daughter. Yeah. Okay. I would preface that. I would say that the chaotic evil is what that guy is. Yeah. <laughs> right. A little bit. If if we're looking for an alignment, I'm not even sure thief. if I call him chaotic evil. He's almost chaotic neutral. Yeah. That's Maybe chaotic thought. neutral. He was going to kill a child. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, he gets a new letter. So yeah, he gets to the castle, and the queen reads it, and immediately does as the king asked. When the king gets home, what is this kid doing here? I told you to kill him. Okay, well, I have a plan. The king tells the kid that if anyone will marry his daughter, he has to bring him three golden hairs from the devil. So off off to the devil he goes. On his way, he sees a watchman for a city who says to him, do you know why a fountain in this city used to flow wine but now doesn't even have water? And the kid is like, no. But if I know on the way back, I will tell you. On the way back from his adventure in hell. His hell venture. Yeah. Okay. He comes upon a watchman for another city who says the same thing, but with a tree that used to bear golden apples, but now doesn't even bear leaves. And the kid is like, no, but I will tell you on my way back if I know, which hopefully I will. He keeps going and comes upon a ferryman who, as he's rowing him across, the ferryman says... I have been stuck in this boat basically my entire life, but I don't know how to get out. And the kid is like, no, but on my way back, I hopefully will. And if I do, I will tell you. <laughs> and so at this point, the kid has arrived <laughs> in front of the gates of hell. He goes into the devil's house, just like a, a nice little cottage. And then the devil isn't home, but his grandma is. And she's like, what are you doing here? The kid is like, oh, I need... Three hairs from the devil. He mentions the questions to the grandma. The questions that the ferryman and the townsfolk asked, yeah? About wine fountains and magic trees and such. Yeah. Okay. Um, And she's like, hmm, some tricky questions, but hopefully I can answer them. So she turns him into an ant and tells him to hide in the folds of her skirt. The devil gets oh. home. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Yeah. <laughs> well, not exactly, but like, Elliot was like, "That's sussy." Yeah, it's 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 a little sus. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, get, she turns him into an ant and yeah. sticks him down her dress. And then and then what, what happens? Then the devil gets home and is like, <laughs> I smell human flesh. <laughs> His grandma is like, Bah, you always smell human flesh. You've been torturing <laughs> humans your entire life. The devil is tired. So he falls asleep in the grandma's lap. Once he's asleep, pulls out one of his hairs, and the devil is like, "You was what you that for?" And she's like, "Sorry, I had a bad dream." And he's like, "Well, <laughs> what was the bad dream?" And she's like, there's, "There's a city with a fountain that used to flow wine, but now doesn't even have water." And the devil is like, "Those fools just need to get rid of a toad that's inside inside there, plugging it up." Then the devil goes back to sleep, and the grandma pulls out another hair. And the devil is like, again with the bad dreams? The grandma is like, yeah, sorry, sorry. And he's like, well, what was it about this time? And she said, it was about a city with a tree that used to bear golden apples, but now doesn't even bear leaves. The devil is like, if only they knew there's a mouse gnawing at the root. If they just kill it, then it'll be fine again. And so the devil falls back asleep again. But first he's like, if you pull out another one of these hairs, I will slap you on the ear, which I guess was very painful back then. <laughs> oh, it still it's is. It's still painful today, yeah. <laughs> Maybe people had more sensitive ears back then. then. <laughs> have you ever been smacked on the ear hard? Now I have. Not yet. No, you have not. <laughs> you can rupture your eardrum. But anyways, okay. So um, he's, he says, don't, don't, don't take another hair. I'll yeah. smack you, but. And she does. So, so. he doesn't, he doesn't smack yeah. his grandma. It was all but idle threats. He is a nice person. He doesn't yeah. <laughs> smack grandmas. Only I do that. <laughs> okay. And I only do that to random grandmas. <laughs> <laughs> the, the devil is curious and is like, well, what was the dream about this time? The grandma is like, oh, it was about a ferryman who he's been stuck in his boat for all his life and can't get out. Do you know why? And the devil is like, he just has to stuff the oar into the hand of a random person and just run away. Yeah. She turns him back into a person, gives him the hairs, and is like, did you hear all that? And he's like, yep. And he leaves and gets right across by the ferryman. After he's out of the boat, tells Smart. the ferryman uh, what he has to do. And the ferryman is like, oh, okay, can you hold this real quick? And the kid is like, nope, bye. <laughs> then he comes to the city with the tree, with the golden apples and the mouse. And he tells the watchman, who gives him two asses laden with gold. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, <laughs> then the other city does the same. So now he has a bunch of gold and five butts. <laughs> so, so four donkeys and a shit ton of gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes back to the castle, gives the king the hairs. The king is like, okay, a deal's a deal. You can marry my daughter. But where do you get all that gold from? The kid is like, well, you see, if you go on the road that I came from, there's a beach where the sand is made of gold instead of sand, and there's a ferryman that can take you across to it. <laughs> and the king is like, ooh, okay, and leaves. <laughs> and so to this day, as we know of, he is still rowing people Whoa. across. <laughs> and then the kid marries the princess and lives happily ever after. The end. 
Thank you very much, Elliot. That was a long one that you picked. That yeah. Most most of our stories are like a like a page one page and a half maybe. This one yeah, was we, like we've had a bunch recently that are like a page or two, but very dense. This was like five pages and very dense. It's still very dense. There's a lot goes on. Yeah. Do either of you have a moral for this story? A moral for the story. Yeah. What's the moral? What did you learn from this story, Elliot? Be suspicious of ferrymen. Okay. <laughs> okay. I yeah. No. You know what? Uh, it's a, it's a kind of a meta one, but I'll take it because they might be off. They might eventually offer you an oar. Be wary of grandmas. Maybe like there's there's more about grandmas we can we can talk about in a little bit. I had uh, just the the base. If I get down to the basics, mine was if if you're good and brave, things will work out for you. But also maybe be a bit arrogant and overconfident. <laughs> yeah. Because we didn't really say it, but when when he goes to the towns and the guards are like, oh, do you know anything about plumbing? Do you know how to plumb? <laughs> He's like, bro, I know everything. I know what's wrong with your tree and your wine fountain, but it'll work out for you. He's like, I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely going to fix your wine fountain and your tree. Just hang tight. I'm going to nip off to hell. <laughs> BRB. No also, this isn't really immoral, but grandmas are good. They're good to Don't the nice kids grandmas. that come over to visit. But yeah. Not necessarily to their demon offspring. I think, I mean, it all comes back to being born lucky. Also, I mean, if you're if you're born to fulfill a prophecy and are called the, the luck child, uh, things things might go your way, no matter even if a even if a deranged king tries to drown you, yeah, and send you to hell. ATU types, so there's two of them. One is ATU nine thirty, the prophecy, where a child is born under auspicious conditions. There's a comet or a big storm or an eclipse, or in this case, an amniotic sac. <laughs> And because of that, something will happen. In these cases, uh, you're going to marry a rich girl. So good on you. <laughs> I'm going to marry a rich girl. I was born during a blizzard, right? Were you? Were you? Yeah, but you weren't born with a call. So yeah. that just came out later. No, you just need a, an auspicious conditions. Yeah. A blizzard counts. I'm going to marry a princess. Yay. Maybe not a princess, <laughs> but you can marry. I mean, if you want, kiddo, you're smart enough. You can marry rich. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. You help Stella find her groove back. Yeah. This uh, it also included ATU type 461, the Devil's Hairs, in which before a marriage, the suitor has to go on a dangerous quest designed to kill him. Uh, this one specifically dealing with a monster of some sort. Although we've seen that fetch quest, er, Mike and Elliot, you've read a bunch of these stories. We've seen that a bunch of times, like Valiant yeah. Little Taylor, the White Snake. And yeah. if you die, great. Or or answer a riddle if you want. <laughs> yeah. Answer it, the riddle. And if you're wrong, then you will be beheaded. You'll be beheaded, but you have to you have to do something that's gonna be very dangerous. And if you succeed, though, you get this woman's hand in marriage. This one at least she seemed into it. Did she? A little bit. I think she was she was delighted because he looked good. Oh well, yeah, I mean that's all you need at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk about the ferryman for a second, if if I may. Yeah, I think we might have all had the same thought about this one. So that's an interesting little side quest because the other two, he's just helping out with some town infrastructure planning, right? Whereas this one's a straight up curse and absolutely the the river sticks. Yeah, are we are we all in agreement on Aaron. that? Yeah. He, he gets the other <laughs> side and it's hell. It's hell. He's he's this is this is the the river of the dead. Yeah. It's a sharp turn from the I've got a government contract. <laughs> a little bit of civil or, engineering. A little bit of civil engineering. That's all that it is. When I read that part, every time I read that, I like to imagine 
a normal fountain, there's like a little compartment with Jesus just sitting in it. <laughs> <laughs> but Jesus turning the water into wine in the fountain itself? Like a, like a filter. I reckon that'd be a big head at all sorts of parties, although parties are more in the devil's area of influence, as it were. Though, speaking of him, um, the devil is kind of nerfed in this story, right? Like, yeah. And there are there are variants where it's the hairs of a giant instead of the devil. It reads a lot more. This story reads a lot more like a giant, if I'm being honest anyways, because he basically does the fee-fi-fo-fum. Yes. I smell the blood of an Englishman. And he's he's not really magic. And also, again, he has a grandma. This is not the biblical devil, because the biblical devil did not have any parents, let alone grandparents. Or golden hair. <laughs> yeah. Or I, I, the, the look of him, he was very... he was just handsome oh that's true right so golden hair could also just be blonde i mean I, maybe we'll find out more about his parentage again in two years from now in story 125 <laughs> i can't wait <laughs> i'll probably like read that tomorrow or something you can start taking notes now <laughs> i don't you know what else is funny the hairs don't actually do anything like yeah it's not like the king needs them for some sort of treasure or Dragon yeah i mean I, I guess it was just to get the kid to die right well, it was yeah it was to kill him any any i guess he'll died a little bit because he, also, he, how he went over the know that the devil has golden hairs that's a it's a good question how would he know if you brought three hairs back to him that they were the devil's hairs back to the ferryman okay was that karen or is the king karen or is neither of them karen what the like, the ferryman for the river sticks c-h-a-r-o-n oh, oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. i used to pronounce like karen <laughs> okay I, th I, th I, th I thought i'm thinking like oh yeah someone yelling me, yelling at me in a mall <laughs> no i i used to pronounce that sharon and then i think the percy jackson movies taught me that it's karen you know what i've never seen percy jackson movies the percy jackson movies but um, you're don't not, watch you're not them they whole really lot. suck okay well <laughs> Then you know what like I won't the books do. books are good. The movies, like I expected them to be much better, and then I went and watched them, and I'm like, that happens a lot. I didn't think that my life could get any worse. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I liked I liked the Lord of the Rings movies more than I liked the books. There, I've said it. But most, yeah, most movies don't capture the book. You got any I more could notes, go. Bud? Sorry. Yeah. Do you have any more notes, Elliot? Mm, no, just a pitch. Yeah. Okay, well, I've got a pitch too. So you know what it, you know what time it is. I actually don't. <laughs> it's time for the pitch battle. Uh, who would like to go first? You uh, will save I, the best. One of these last. is probably less fleshed out than the other. So should we go shorter first or longer first? Mine's not that long. Neither <laughs> is mine. I All basically right. just have the title. Okay, go for it, Elliot. The thirteenth task of Heracles, the Devil's Golden Mullet. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we didn't we didn't workshop this one too much, but I was almost picturing like a seventies like exploitation kind of film. Okay, I was thinking some kind was... of Quentin Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez kind of uh, vibe, but it's a good title. Oh, it's a solid title. It's very funny. I it's, it's like it's not really a pitch battle then. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a title for mine, but maybe we can. You know what we can do, Elliot? Combine our forces into one so i thought that maybe we could extend this into a graphic novel Ooh. like a, a single graphic novel in in cut it into 12 parts me kind of in the style of the sandman universe i don't know if you know that elliot but set the last half of it in hell 
traveling through the different circles until finally getting the devil. But definitely keep the grandma. Like that whole scene, just verbatim. <laughs> I'm just like I'm just like the grandma pestering the devil, and the devil just being like this this ineffectual effete. <laughs> Gaiman did that a lot in the Sandman, where just all of a sudden there's this <laughs> there's just this weird interlude where something yeah. is entirely unexpected and strange, and it just plays very seriously. Devil's but, grandma, see, I'm I'm a hundred percent on board for. I need to work some stuff out, and maybe we can and we can do it together. But uh, Moses down the river. The same way, like, because because that, that was another thing. I don't know if we talked about this baby in a box down the river and found by working folk, right? That's that's a Moses story. Yeah, that's an old one. That's yeah, that's go still back a long way. So he gets Moses down the river. Millers find the baby, do the bit with the letter, but uh, in this version, a I think maybe he's been friends with the princess his whole life because he's the Miller for the king or whatever. Because they said he was only like a mile away from the castle. Two, they don't get married, just engaged after that first den of th- thieves thing. King sends him on his way to go get his whole shopping list of whatever fetch quests he needs. When he's outside, out of sight of the castle, she turns up. And then they go and do all the quests together. Aw. And fall in love. Play it either way at the end, with either they're just like very good friends, or they fall in love on the way if you want help help a few people fight some demons grand time for all and then they get back rich in donkeys <laughs> <laughs> laden with gold and shit and the king gets sent off to be the ferryman i guess you, you could probably do that although i say graphic novel maybe all of this does work better as a 70s exploitation kind of grindhouse film they have the youth and the princess in a porsche 911 or a Lancia Stratus or something. <laughs> Devil is some blonde mulleted drug runner who loves his grandma, and the two lovebirds are just trying to steal his mullet while also going on crazy adventures, helping with wine-based public infrastructure projects. It, no, yeah, I love it. That's how we're we're going to do it. The 70s exploitation film. That's my little pitch. <laughs> Anyways, that's all I have. Does anyone have anything else? Not here. What about you, bud? No. Okay. All right. Well then, ladies and gentlemen, that has been story number 29, The Devil with the Three Golden Hairs. Sleep tight, and we will see you next time. Evening. Bye.